Welcome to the How to Win at Life podcast. My name is Toby Strong, and I'm going to give you maximum value in the shortest possible time to help you win at life. Here we go. About two weeks ago, my son asked me to take him to the skate park, and it was a nice day, and the skate park's only about five minutes away. So I thought, sure, why not? I'll take you. But at this same skate park, I'd sprained my wrist over Christmas, which is about four or five months ago now. And I didn't want to do anything stupid again. So when we were leaving the house, I was like, I'm not going to take my skateboard this time. I'll just come and watch you. That's fine. And felt pretty good about that. You know, it's pretty sensible, right? Well, yes, in the moment, but not so much 30 minutes later when we're there. We're at the skate park. I'm feeling a bit bored. There's another dad there that has his skateboard. And I was like, hey, do you mind if I just have a quick shot on yours? I'll just have a roll around on the ramp. And within 10 seconds, I broke my knee. Can you believe it? So I'm now heading into surgery in a few days to have my knee screwed back together. And this just tops off just one of the most challenging, frustrating months I've had in a long time. Because I, I, about four weeks ago, I started experimenting with the keto diet. And because I'm impatient and just went into it too quickly, I ended up with the keto flu, which I thought wasn't going to be that bad, but it was absolutely horrible. And I was just completely fatigued and could barely walk upstairs. And I'd just gotten over that. And then I just went and broke my knee. And at the same time, my mother's just had her hip replacement. And I'm trying to be there for her as much as I can, but I'm just struggling with all my own stuff. And my wife has just had a horrific month of migraines. And it's just been a just a just messy, horrible month. I'm not telling you this just to vent, although it's nice to vent sometimes. I'm telling you this so you don't think that I have some blessed life, which is much easier than yours. Like we all go through tough times. I do. You do. Our favorite movie stars do. Everyone. Like basically, we're all human. And therefore, we experience a lot of the same things. And regardless of of whether you think someone else has the perfect life, just because they choose to hide a lot of the bad stuff, no one in this world has a perfect life. Trust me. But how we handle these tough times is truly what sets us apart. And the first thing I do when I'm going through challenging times like this is to just remind myself that this is just a temporary moment in time and it's not going to last forever. And even if there are, there is some sort of permanent aspect to the situation, like if I lost my leg, then, you know, the way I feel about it is only temporary. The initial distress and the grief isn't going to last forever. And at the same time, I remind myself things could always be worse because it's true. Like, unless I'm dead, things could always be worse than they are right now. And and so I show gratitude for the situation not being worse. And next, I try to brainstorm, how can I turn this negative experience into something positive? Like, turn this disadvantage into an advantage. And it's not always possible and it's not always easy. But from my experience, it's always worth putting some time aside to at least try this, especially considering the timely release of my previous episode, Why Hardship is Good for Us. I've been determined to find something positive from this experience, something I can look back on and be thankful for, 
after going through all of this. But to be honest, I've just been like absolutely struggling with it because everything just really sucks right now. Like I can't sleep because of the pain and that means I can't concentrate during the day because I'm so tired and it's just it's a complete mess. But regardless of this, I refuse to just sit around feeling sorry for myself watching Netflix while I recover. So I've been in this weird space where I like want to turn this around into something more positive, but I don't know how. And when things don't fall into place naturally for me, like sometimes the answer is obvious and sometimes it's not, then when it's not, I tend to start experimenting with a lot of different things just to try and get the ball rolling in some way. And I thought it might be interesting to share with you a few of the examples of the things that I've been experimenting with over the last few weeks. Firstly, journaling. I've tried this before and I didn't enjoy it at all. But I think it was because I was putting too much pressure and too much structure around like, okay, you've got 20 minutes and I expect to write like a whole page or two. And it was just too much for me. And this time I've experimented with calling it observations instead of a journal. And I'm jotting down random thoughts which come into my head and often just sort of remain unanswered. But it's been interesting to read these a few days later and come back to thinking about them a little bit more. And the beauty of this is that some days I just jot down like one simple sentence and it just doesn't take any time at all. An example of one of these observations was written on Wednesday the 20th of April, which was... After finding out I had a broken knee, it made me feel physically ill. I didn't think it was that bad. It's really made me want to search for some positives in this, but not much of substance has come to mind. Maybe this is my problem. Maybe I don't need to search for positives and instead just accept the crappy parts of life for what they are. As you can see from this entry, I'm questioning myself, which I recommend everyone should do occasionally. But just try not to fall into the trap of overthinking things because that isn't positive either. But I find that it's like if you can get in the middle ground of this and occasionally reflect and question why we do what we do, then it can be a healthy thing. And to avoid that trap of overthinking, sometimes I set an alarm to put a fence around like how much time I can spend on this. And I go with whatever feels right within that amount of time. And even if it turns out to be wrong, I just trust that in that moment, I made the right decision with the information I had, and therefore I have no regrets about that decision. So I gave myself five minutes to think about whether I really need to find a positive from this situation, and my conclusion was, yes, I do. Something else I've been experimenting with since I did this was cold showers again. And this is something I sporadically do, sometimes for a few months, and then, I don't know, something happens and I break the habit and I revert back to having warm showers again. But I'm really enjoying the cold showers because I, it's almost like in situations where I feel like I've lost control of my life in some way, having the discipline to jump into a cold shower just makes me feel like I'm like taking control back again because it's both a mental and a physical challenge at the same time. And if you're feeling down or depressed or going through a difficult time in your life, I highly recommend it. Afterwards, I always just feel so refreshed and rejuvenated, and I'm really proud of myself for having the discipline to follow through and do it. And there's a ton of other benefits as well which come along with this. Just Google cold water therapy if you're unfamiliar with it. 
And after the surgery, I've set myself a goal to learn how to make TikTok videos, good ones, not just the stupid dancing ones, because this appears to be where all the attention is going. And soon I think it's going to overtake Facebook and Instagram. And as an online marketer, I really need to become a practitioner of this. So if you're keen to check out what I actually come up with, then jump onto TikTok and search how to win at life. And there's some old stuff there now, but you'll see, you'll see over the next couple of weeks me adding these new videos that I recreate in my recovery. Now, will one of these things be what I look back on and appreciate coming from this negative experience? I don't know. Or will I even continue doing any of these things beyond the next few weeks? Again, I don't know. But what I do know is that I'm really proud of myself for at least experimenting with these things when most people would just be sitting around and recovering watching Netflix or scrolling social media. And regardless of whether you relate to any of these things or not, the main takeaway from this episode is that it's okay to experiment with things without any sort of grand expectations coming from it. Like I think where a lot of us go wrong, and I know I certainly have in the past, is that we often have these grand ideas about things that we want to do, and we share these things with those close to us, like I'm getting into jogging now, or I'm going to start going to the gym every day, or I'm going on a diet. And we share these things with such conviction at the time because we think sharing it in this way will help keep us accountable. But it doesn't. What often happens is that when we make these grand announcements to our partners or friends, then we don't follow through for one reason or another a few weeks later. And they tend to throw it back in our face because they do the same thing and it makes them feel better by you know, putting us down in that way. And then it makes us feel like crap because we just failed another thing. But if we frame it right from the beginning, this is an experiment, then we can avoid all of that because there is no failure. We just ran an experiment and we learned something from it. All right, everyone, I'm off to surgery. Wish me well. Uh, Sorry if the audio is a little bit off on this one. I'm recording this from home, but I hope you got some value from this anyway. See you later. 